Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by hashtagbasketball.com, your home for the very best fancy tools and analysis and dynasty rankings and like easily the best advanced calendar if you are looking at streaming your players as you should every single week in your head-to-head leagues the best advanced calendar on the internet at hashtag basketball.com go there after the podcast stay listening to the podcast go there after the podcast i'm your host mike katrin and joining me as always is my co-host tyler p watson what's up tyler michael how are you this very fine day I'm good. Did you have a Did you have a nice holiday, Tyler? Ah, uh, yes. Thanksgiving is is a great holiday, but also one of my least favorites because I always eat just far too much, and then all I want to do is nap the rest of the day. Uh, I successfully did something very similar, but then there was so so much leftovers. I've been eating Thanksgiving dinner for long, like for like five straight days, and um, I'm tired of it. I, uh, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, too much gravy for five days straight i'm with you like three three days is my limit i think yeah the day after great the next day all right after that i want a burrito i just want anything else yeah yeah any anything else would be fine it's only if you don't buy too big of a turkey like i did tyler uh but we are back after the holidays it's a nice little break here and Tyler, um, do you do you want to like? I feel I feel weird because I asked the question at the top of the show, and usually you ask the question. Now I feel like I'm off, like I'm, I'm off this podcast already. Uh no, we're we're humming right along. I didn't really have a good question for you, so I feel like you you did well. You did well right. covering my butt like usual. Perfect. So it's week seven. We are here. We are um, dealing with some weird some weird stuff. Are like like it's like everybody's settled in week six. Everybody six is everybody settled in. Start looking at trades, and now some some kind of weird things are going on. And we're gonna start with like I would say the biggest news is that Kimball Walker is no longer in the rotation nor playing for the New York Knicks. LeBron fans are gonna gonna eat your face, Michael. Um, anyway, I don't, I don't yeah. care. I do not care about LeBron. Uh, yeah it was it was surprising um i think fred katz summed it up better than than we could though when he sent out the tweet that basically said that uh knicks are good with uh kemba walker on the bench and they're not so good with kemba walker on the floor right so that's that's uh i would say visually true but not only just it's statistically true right and so um yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long this lasts. And there's been talk of them trying to trade Kemba Walker already. And maybe somebody will trade for Kemba Walker. Um, John Wall wants to play. I've heard of this guy, John Wall. I've heard of, I've heard of this guy. Um, pretty, so, pretty good at basketball. So there, there's uh, there's something. And, and we'll see if anything materializes there. But, I mean, I think if you have Kemba right now, are you dropping him in your league? Like, I'm not keeping Kemba on my bench and losing out on all those games and he's not hurt. So it's not like you can put him on IR. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do. He, he was, you know, um, hanging around as a standard league player. He was, he did have the occasional really nice game, but you know, if you got him in your top 100 in your draft, you're probably not terribly happy with his performance. 20 playing 24 minutes a game. Tibbs loves defense. You know, he doesn't want, some dude out there who's going to let guys blow by him all day long. That's how you lose games. And now if he's not going to be like in the rotation, like what's the, like, what's the best case scenario here is like, he eventually agrees to come off the bench. So like, or he gets traded. Those are the, those, that's the best case scenario at this point, but like the best case scenario, if he doesn't get traded is he's coming off the bench where he's playing 24 minutes a game. But but see, that's not the, that's not the issue here. According to tips, the issue is Alec Burks, they want to play. Derrick Rose is the backup point guard. Yeah. And so you can't really play those three together. And like, you can't play a backward of Derrick Rose and Kemba Walker off the bench. So. Someone's got to go. Right. And so it's, it's, it's basically, I, I, according to Tibbs again, 
like it's Burks against Kemba and Burks is playing well and Burks is good. So Burks he wants Burks. Good. Yeah. Burks is, he is good. Um, and I think it's good. It's a, that's a huge bump, I think, for uh, both him and Derek Rose, obviously. Derek Rose is um, probably going to play a little bit more, maybe not a whole lot more, but like Derek Rose is going to play qu- quite a bit more, might even, uh, you know, bump up into those like starting minutes once he is back healthy, uh, if, if all of Kimba's minutes are gone. And Derek Rose is a Stanley player when he plays, you know, 30 plus minutes. I'm with you there. Yeah. Uh, and then Burke's like, I mean, I think Burke should be rostered in all leagues at this point. Well, I'm probably sure. wrong. He, he probably has, he probably isn't, is the, he, is the real surprise. He, I, uh, I can look that up. I'm pretty sure he's not. Yeah. At least he, he was not as of a few days ago now. Maybe, um, you know, things change fast in the fantasy basketball world. Yeah. Burke, Burke's not going to like, you know, blow your dick off or anything. Like he's, 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 he's good. He's going to score. He's going to get some rebounds. He'll be fine. Like he's, he's a, he's a very solid, good player. If he's going to, you know, if he's going to go from playing 26 minutes to, you know, 33 minutes, that's, that's the kind of guy you want on your roster. That's a top 100 player for sure. He is 50% owned. For the 50%. Uh, that is far. Currently ranked 122, playing 22 minutes a game. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm dropping Kimba. I'm literally as we speak, I'm dropping Kimba out of one of my leagues. I uh, um, failed to set my roster this week. By the way, Tyler, one of the I want I want to give our listeners uh, a key to winning. Uh, don't forget to don't forget to set your roster for the fucking week. It happens to the best of us, Marvel. It happens to the best of us. Idiot. Absolute idiot over here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm dropping Kimba in every league. Uh, let's also talk about the second biggest news. Michael Porter Jr., back surgery. We knew he was out. We knew he had back problems. Now he's had surgery. I mean, you are claiming, before we, t- we talked about this before the show, you're claiming that he's not, well, I guess you're not claiming it is being stated that he is not out for the season. Well, I, I'm stating that it was said maybe potentially both ways. Shams reported he is going to miss the remainder of the season due to back surgery. Others okay. have reported um, that he could potentially come back at some point. What yes. I will say about it is I would probably drop him in any fantasy league. Um Woj, Woj went with the tweet that he will undergo a surgical procedure. I'm not sure that he's had it yet. Um, and miss an indefinite period of time. He is expected to make a full recovery. Timetable will come after surgery, says Woj. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm gonna wager absolutely almost absolutely. That, that means he's 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 out for the season. Like it's back surgery, for God's sakes. And they're not well, gonna take they're not gonna take any chances with him. And it's um, his third back surgery as a 23 year old young man not not great probably why the chicago bulls passed up on him probably why a lot of teams passed up on him uh in that draft uh though he did uh, play a, a nice role for denver last season might be a sunk investment which would be really really bad for the denver nuggets uh if you're in a dynasty league is it worth like what, what is michael porter jr worth right now like it's the ultimate buy low, right? You you might you, you might buy low literally nothing, but if you're giving away nothing, why not? Sure, I mean, if you're, I, I wouldn't be selling at this point. I don't think, um, just because I think his value is at the point where, he, I mean, unless he doesn't play at all anymore, he's going to return more than what he's worth. But if you could buy, that would be it's, now would be the time. Question is, what do you pay? What should you be willing to pay? I mean, anybody outside the top 100, I'd be willing to pay. Any rookie that's not played much, yeah. I'd be willing to pay that for Michael Porter Jr. for sure. Yeah, any any like miscellaneous rookie or second year player that is hanging around uh, that doesn't play very much, hardly at all. If you can just go get Michael Porter Jr., like who cares? 
Like, why I'll, not? I'll, I'll ask you a couple. Let's see here. Let's see what Michael would like to do here. Um, if, okay. If Michael you, Porter plays like 12 more games, he'll probably get better stats than like half of those second round draft picks. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on. You don't, you know, one's selling him for a second round pick. All right. Let me get Somebody these. Might. Let me get this rookie class pulled up here. All right. I'm going to ask you some people. You tell me. Get in Dynasty League. Yep. You have the you have the rookie. I have the Michael Porter. Okay. You are deciding if you want to offer me this said trade. Uh, I will start with Bones Highland. No. Nah. See, you're keeping Bones, really? I am keeping Bones in this particular situation. This is the, the, the well, I guess if my team is garbage and I'm playing for a future future, um, I think I actually I still think I keep Bones. Seriously. Uh, no way, man. Give me Porter in any in okay. any scenario there. Right. Um Alperin Sangoon. No. Sangoon is uh is spicy. I like I like Sangoon. Uh Moses Moody. Uh yes. Corey Kispert plays for Abs- the Wizards. Absolutely. Uh Chris Duarte. Hmm. No. See, I think I think because he's he might be older than Porter Jr. now. So I think I think he I, definitely is older than Porter Jr. I'm I think Chris Duarte has six more is, six more seasons of being like a 110th ranked player in the league, while Michael Porter Jr. is gonna give you what he's a year and and three weeks older than Michael Porter Jr. Incredible. Um I I just don't know that like what is Duarte's ceiling? Like haven't we like how much better is he gonna get? Well not like he's I would say not much, maybe a little maybe a little bit, but that's like that's a standard league player. Yeah, but I mean, isn't two years of a top 50 player if he can stay healthy better than six years of a standard league player? Maybe to me it is for sure. Right. I think I think that's where the line is. I think that's where Michael Porter Jr.'s line is. If you're in a dynasty league, for all you uh, dynasty heads out there, but like any of these guys, like Josh Primo and like these guys who haven't played, Trey Mann, Jalen Johnson, like I would trade any of those guys and take Michael Porter Jr. because like if Michael Porter Jr. can get healthy, he's already something good. Like those guys may never be anything. That's that's very true. Absolutely. Uh, I'm willing to get rid of some of those, some of those guys who might not be literally anything ever. That's that's fine with me because. And here's another thing I do. I mean, depending on how how big the league is, like if it's a, a 30 team league, let's say, and you think you're going to make the playoffs, I'd trade my first round pick for Michael Porter Jr. Like, do you want to pick in the 20s or Michael Porter Jr.? Give me Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. every day of the week. Yeah, I'd be perfectly fine with that. I'd be perfectly fine with selling. For a potential few, uh, potential, you know, one, one and a half years of Michael Porter Jr. Um, yeah, or a lottery ticket on him. I mean, like, look at any of the guys picked in the 20s last year. Like, would you, like, okay, maybe you want Bones, but like, that's it. He's the only one. A, a championship so, is a championship, period. Right. They can never take and that so, away from you, Tyler. Right. So, and this is something I do a lot. And people like always look, oh man, I can't believe you trade your first round pick. And I'm like, I'm not sure that that pick's going to be anyone good <laughs> yeah every single di- every single dynasty i think draft or league we've ever been in uh were the ones picking uh the bogdanovich like all the all those like 110 to 150 players um were the ones picking those guys and then our teams are really really good because those guys play 30 minutes a game and then half of these other rosters have guys playing about you know eight minutes a game yeah, I mean, I just think the strategy works in a lot of ways too, because it's just like you're like if you hit, sure, your strategy works, but what's the percentage of a rookie that doesn't hit? And it's pretty high. It's a lot higher than people think it is. So even for first round picks, it's a lot higher than people think it is. Trust the process, Tyler. Trust the other. Trust the reverse process, I guess. In this particular case, <laughs> uh, reverse the process. Moving on, LeBron, the guy who plays on the Lakers, James. I've heard of that guy once. He plays basketball. Just one time. <laughs> for the Lakers. Well, he hasn't played basketball. He only played a handful of games, and now he is out for two weeks on what seems to be COVID protocol. 
Uh, well, no, he's out for an undisclosed amount okay. of time. Okay. If you test positive for the COVID and no one here has said LeBron tested positive for the COVID, he has to miss 10 days at minimum unless he returns two negative tests. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's out for some time. Yeah, he's he's out. Fill in blank here. On health and safety protocol. Hmm. Yes. I don't know what that means. Um, the league also did increase testing um, around the Thanksgiving holiday and are recommending that everybody who had gotten vaccinated already get a booster shot uh, starting in December. And if you do not get your booster shot, if you had the Johnson & Johnson, I believe you are subject to increased testing and considered an unvaccinated player. That's good advice for uh, the listeners, too. Um, yes, for sure. It's good so advice for everybody. That's uh, that's how that goes. And um, so, without speculating too much on LeBron, he's out. And yeah, and 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 while he was out earlier with a you know quote unquote injury, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker kind of kind of ate during that time, and I think he once again will be eating fairly well. Um, he's looked good. I think he's uh, taking a step forward this year for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm very surprised. Uh, I guess I. I certainly didn't see the the Taylor Horton <laughs> Tucker bandwagon coming uh, through my town. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you think about him long term, though? Especially with this team that's built specifically around LeBron James to uh, make the playoffs. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we're already seeing it. Like, how many years does LeBron have left at the top? I mean, he's thirty, going to be 38, 37 yeah. this month. At the end of the year, he is uh, he's my age, Tyler. Um, so it'll be interesting. I mean, they they re-signed Talon Horton Tucker, right? Um, so I think Horton Tucker's going to be good. I mean, he's still only, what, 21? Just turned 21 in November. Yeah. Here. I think he's got um, a little uh, – some very nice upset. He's had some – what I you know, what we always talk about looking for in those young players is some of those like, oh, shit, that's a, that's a hell of a game kind of stat lines. Uh, you like the fact that he gets some steals and some in the limited ish minutes he's played. Um, in 20 minutes a game, he was getting a steal a game. And 13 minutes is now it's only six games as a rookie. He got 1.3. Like he's getting around one this year. Um, so you like that. He's, he gets a steal for you, some decent rebounds. I think he can score a little bit. The go percentages are going to come up. I mean, there's a lot of guys shooting wonky percentages to start this year. Um, I like him. I think what's his ceiling, though? Is he ever a top 50 player? Hmm. You know, I don't know because I mean he's got a little he's a little inconsistent, obviously. To me, he's kind of he's 50 young, to, fifty to seventy-five guy right now. I mean, maybe he, he proves me wrong. Yeah, I try to like kind of project based on those pro thirty-sixes, which are never terribly uh, a good metric for for any reason whatsoever. Um, I don't know if the steel, the steals and the blocks are intriguing enough, sp- specifically the steals, um, that he could be, yeah, he could be in that 60, 70 range at, at his ceiling. Maybe yeah. he's probably going to have to not play with LeBron James in order to get there though. <laughs> well, I guess my point in saying LeBron was 37 was at some point, I think James to say he will not play with LeBron James. Maybe he's, six, he's 16 years younger. The, the gap between Town Horton Tucker and LeBron James can drive a car now. Yeah, I don't know. I have no, <laughs> I have, I have no idea. Who knows how long LeBron <laughs> is gonna keep lacing him up so he can uh, beat another. You know, I played for 55 years record. Like congratulations, he passed like somebody who was. Uh, who, Vince who Carter did it. holds that. Holds that record yeah. right now. Vince Carter yeah. played 22 seasons. I believe that is the most ever. Shout out Vince, uh, one of the greatest. Uh, LeBron. Fantastic announcer, too. I really like him when he's on the call. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised by that one as well. Um, if Vince, if you want to come on the show, hit me up. You can find me <laughs> at Watch the Boxes on Twitter. Uh, moving on, I guess the last piece of roster news that. Oh, I don't think this I'm is going to be the last it, one. Well, the last piece of roster news for t- maybe today is. Um, I'm hearing. Wait a minute. What's that? I, what's that I hear in the background, Tyler? Is that Boogie Cousins music? It is. <laughs> Boogie Cousins is back. 
He's back in the NBA, baby. Let's go, Boogie. Um, a, a great fantasy asset for a long time. Um, a lot is being made of this move, and I'm not sure it should be. Boogie Cousins for the Clippers and the Rockets last season was, in a word, not good. No. But he did actually produce some interesting stats in yes. limited minutes. And that's um, kind of my that's kind of what I'm keeping an eye on here, right? Is that like he only played about 17, 18 minutes a game, but occasionally played like you know 30 minutes a game. The Bucks have been fairly injured this season. And um in those like 17 minutes, we're talking about like a guy who like almost a full steal, a half a block. Seven rebounds, nine points, and a three. Yeah, I mean, for fantasy, sure. But, like, how many minutes is he really going to play? That's yeah, a question. Know. That's a question. Well, and Brooke Lopez is hurt, right? Yeah. And uh, there doesn't seem to be a, a pretty – he eyes a return from a lower back injury a week ago, I heard. But 15. he also remained without a timetable, so. Yeah. 15, 16 minutes seems – fair for boogie um if it starts venturing into that 20 range though like he's borderline station league relevant he's definitely a streamer at minimum 100 a streamer i'd say he's a streamer if you want to if you're feeling frisky like <laughs> if you want to just like there there's a couple there's a couple nasty lines from last season in tw- under 30 minutes, he had 28 and 17 <laughs> with five assists. Oh, dude. Well, that, that was always the, the the great thing about owning Boogie, right? was like, you never he can know. get you assists, he can get you steal, he can get you blocks, he can get you rebounds, he can get you points. I mean, he could do it. He could do everything. He did, what a he fantastic, did everything. Uh, in his prime, what a fantastic uh, fancy player. Absolutely uh, incredible. Um, yeah, don't pick him up in a standard league unless he's you can figure out he's going to play. And if he's going to play, stream him, maybe even hold him, depending on how many minutes he's playing for me. Um, we got to talk about this, though. Jalen okay. Suggs injured his thumb. Yes. Uh, not going to have surgery, but out at least two weeks and probably with a broken thumb, probably f- at least four, if not six to eight. Um, I, I would really – I would really probably be shocked if they rushed him back. Uh, well, they're currently sitting some players that may or may not be healthy. Yes. Um, Orlando's a mess. <laughs> yeah, 4-18. and 18. No, I'm not, not really trying to win any games. So, I guess my question is, um, he's out. Gary Harris has been playing. An old friend, 32 minutes a game. Uh, Cole Anthony has been out um, as well. And so, is there anyone on the Magic that you are currently trying to pick up? I might be. I let me let me let me make sure, because I have I, I I thought about picking him up the other day, but um, I'm not picking him up yet. But if the minutes continue to rise, I think Chumbo Kiki is somebody who can be standardly relevant uh, in thirty some minutes. I think I would. Um, I don't think I will pick him up until. He there's he's starting or it's just like so obvious that he's going to play 30 minutes, uh, but he's, he's getting uh, the occasional, you know, 26 minutes here, 24 minutes there, 25 minutes there. And he's a, he's a very decent fancy player. He's not great. He's, he's he can be standing like relevant in, in starters minutes. The, the problem is the only guy who's not injured is uh, on this team is, uh, is, is Franz Wagner is taking up his, his spot. That's true. Um, the Wagner a guy, boys. A guy I'm keeping an eye on is RJ Hampton. 20 years old. Seems to fit the Magic timeline. Um, do they just give him a pile of minutes with Jan Suggs out? Um, maybe not the greatest fantasy line, but I mean, in, in 25 minutes and 26 games with Orlando last year, he averaged 11.2 points, five rebounds, 2.8 assists. Not great percentages, but I mean, if he's playing 32 minutes a night, that could be somebody that gets interesting fast. Yeah, and he's got a couple interesting lines under his belt from last season uh, d- down 
at the end of the season when, you know, you know, nobody was really playing their best players anyway. So they're, they're, take that as a note. Um, he's got some, you know, 10 assist games, 10 rebound games. He's a very, he, he, he's, his assists in starter when he's, if he's playing starters minutes, his assists are actually interesting. And that is kind of the role he'd be playing though. Uh, especially if Cole Anthony is like going to sit or be out every once in a while. Uh, Cause Cole Anthony Cole Anthony is like a, a like a mini Westbrook. He's like stealing rebounds, stealing valor, really, is what well, Cole Anthony is like. Um, is supposed to play on Wednesday. He's been out with an ankle injury, but he is supposed to play on Wednesday. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. He, yeah, I, I would stream Hampton at this point. I don't well, think I would pick him up. Uh, are you going back for Gary Harris? Another ride on the Gary Harris wagon. He played 32 minutes in the last game. Went. 16 points, five rebounds, two dives. Good for Gary. Oh, Gary. Pour one out for Gary. Um, I'm not getting burned for the the ninth year in a row on Gary Harris. Fool me uh, once. Shame on me. I'm streaming him on the can't fool me again, Gary Harris. I think. You know what I mean? I just feel like he's going to play minutes. I'd stream him on Wednesday. Yeah. Perfectly good streamer. I just, uh, I'm not, I'm not taking the, I'm not taking the bait, Tyler. I'm not going to do He did it. have four steals against the Cavs. Come on, right. Michael. Come on. It, was the, it was the damn Cavs. Like, you know, whatever. Uh, Speaking of the Cavs. Know. Cavs are feisty this year, man. Yeah. I think now that they're a little bit, I mean, they're a little bit healthier, right? So Larry Markinen is back. And I think a lot, there's a little bit, you know, looking at the percentages of how many people are rostering Larry Markinen. Little hesitation to bring him back into onto people's rosters, and I don't think there should be. Oh, for sure not. They've kind of bought into playing those three big guys quite a yeah. bit, and just being lanky and uh, hard to deal with. They're hard to deal with because they have so much length. Yeah, they like they're giving Larry Mark on the ball. Uh, he's surprisingly shooting pretty well. Uh, couldn't hit a three-pointer in the last two seasons with uh, the Bulls, but uh, hitting a lot of three-pointers in the last four games or so. But he's right back to starters minutes uh, after being out. That's super positive. Um, I-, I think he should be rostering all leagues. I'm with you there. Let's see. What what else is going on out here, Tyler? Um, Jonas Valanciunas is hitting every three-pointer ever. Yeah. So the other night, I, I told you, I went, I loved it live at the Bulls game. Went and saw the Ball Brothers play. Very exciting. A lot of bad calls against Lonzo Ball. Nonsense calls. But um, Vucevic finally getting on fire. I think the sell low period or the buy low period, excuse me, uh, Vucevic is, is, is strongly over. Uh, and he would have had all the headlines, 30 points, six threes, 14 rebounds. So for Jonas Van Schultz comes along and hits like seven threes uh, against the Clippers. Uh, Valentunas is highly underrated. Is this like a sell? Is this like a buy high situation on Joseph Valentunas? Because he is underrated still. I would think so. I mean, he, yeah, like you said, he, he just keeps being underrated by everyone. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that he plays in New Orleans and no one's watching the Pelicans with Zion out. So, like, when I mean, I don't think Zion's coming back anytime soon. I said this well, at the beginning of the season. I'm saying it now. They're like, oh, he's doing contact. He's doing some stuff. It's like, yeah, it doesn't sound like he's doing that much. He just started doing five on five. Um, sure. Work. But that's a long way away. Um, I'll tread lightly around this one because uh, there's a lot at play here. Let's put it that way. And it could be a while before he plays i'm with you on that i think so um i think it's going to be a long slow walk for zion back to the court um i mean i hope he does i hope he gets back i hope he gets i uh, hope he plays but uh he has not been um i don't know like he's just not been, there's not any good signs coming out of his camp there's not any good signs coming out of the pelicans uh it was bad news bears like preseason and i was like stay and we were like stay away from that i would continue to stay completely away from that. Uh, there's no guy I wanted to ask you about, Tyler, and that's uh, Jared Vanderbilt. I like Jared. He's got some, he's like getting those rebounds. He's starting to play some decent minutes in Minnesota. The blocks 
are there. The steals are there. The rebounds are there. The scoring is not so much there. Yeah, and I think the good thing is we've seen him play some more minutes in in recent games, which is good, right? Yeah, it's trending Um, up. Now, he did not play on the 29th, but before that, 36, they played 24, 24, 25, 24, 28, 24, um, after a lot of very low-minute games to start the year. Um, Great rebounder, great offensive rebounder. One of the best offensive rebounders in the league, maybe. Um, Yeah, a lot to like there. The question is, are you holding him or just streaming him? I think mm. he's ranked 117th on the season. Yeah, 21.8 exactly. minutes per game. So if he's even going to play more than 21. If um, you can manage to, if he's not going to kill your points, right? Because I think you can come out and stream points. So I think I am holding him because I think you can find some points on the waiver wire, depending on the size of your league, right? Find him in a larger league, maybe. Um, I don't know. I still think I'm probably holding him in a larger league because lots of steals be and rebounds, likely, right? Yeah. I think I'd be more likely to hold him in a larger league just because, like, I don't necessarily have to win points, especially if it's, like, head-to-head. Yeah. And if you're a shallow league, you can find the points in the waiver. If you're in a deeper league, you don't have to go find them because they're, they're, they're not there for anybody. Well, and, and the other thing, too, is, like, I'd rather win, you know, the four categories he's helping me in than the points. Again, my choice is... Yeah. Well, 10 rebounds someone, plus a game. Right. And, and my choice is probably get someone who's averaging like 12 points a game in a deeper league. If that, if I can even find that many points or get someone who's giving you seven rebounds, uh, 1.4 steals and 0.8 blocks on pretty good percentages. I'll take that. I'll take the, take the four categories over the, the one. Um, the free throws are probably going to be bad. They're good so far, but they're probably going to be bad. But there's yeah. not going to be a ton of volume, so it's not really going to matter. But it could potentially hurt you if it's Roto. Yeah, I th- think there's a nice potential that, the, that that's a small sample size uh, for those free throws. And he, Well, even with the, the 24 out of 29 he shot this year, he's 89 of 143 for his career, 62.2%. Exactly, yes, so... A <laughs> little, little bit deceiving there, but if you know, if you're, mo- I think a lot of people do not care about um, much, I guess, about uh, free throw percentage. So good on you, I guess, if you don't care about free throw percentage. Well, and- he's only taking one and a half attempts a game, so either way, it's not killing you, killing you. Would you rather have for the next two weeks, RJ Hampton or uh, Jared Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt, I'm, I'm pretty sure Vanderbilt's going to play. RJ Hampton, I mean, there's they haven't really given him a lot of minutes. And so, yeah, it sucks is out, but do they just find someone else to play? Like, they could have played him over Gary Harris in the last game when Cole Anthony was out, and they didn't really do that. Yeah, and that's I think that's a little suspect. Uh, I don't like that, but Vanderbilt is carving a role. They need someone to play defense in Minnesota. He does. I mean, we were talking about that, I think, a handful of weeks ago. Um. So that, that playing time is going to be there for him. I am with you on that. Are there any, are there, are there any kind of hot hands to start the season? We know like uh, LaMelo started real hot. Miles Bridges started really hot. And some of these guys are coming a little bit down to earth a little bit. Are there are any guys like that where you think like there's a good opportunity to buy in their, in their slump because really that, you know, they're going to go back and forth between that like very high, a level of play that we saw in the first like three to four weeks um, at multiple points during the season. Well, players I'm trying to buy right now is a yeah, question. Pretty much. Um, That's a better way of saying it. Jason Tatum. Yeah. Who is currently ranked 44th. And I do not believe that will last much longer. Nope. Uh, Vucevic obviously had a good game. It's going to be hard to. So much- yeah, but maybe someone's trying to sell high because they think, ah, oh, Vich was pretty bad. Maybe that's that's the kind of thing I'm trying to explain. Right I, I I think if you uh, if you're paying attention, if you're watching the Bulls uh, religiously because they're the best team in the league and they're going to win like five six championships, they want to and need to get Vooch going every single game because the half court offense is DeMar DeRozan backing some guy down if they don't run the plays, if they don't run plays through Vooch. 
Vooch is their half-court offense. And I think they need to establish that, and they're going to try to establish that throughout the season because come playoff time, you're going to see a lot more uh, a lot more half-court offense, uh, half-court sets being forced into that uh, when the pace slows down, defenses start stepping up. And instead of those, those fast breaks where they've been making a lot of their um, – you know, a lot of their runs on good turnovers and fast breaks. And they've, they've also been making a lot of their, they've been turning the ball over far too much in some of these quarters as well. And so like, that's because guys are trying to do too much. They got to go through Vooch. And I think Vooch is going to really be, uh, I think a lot of people thought he would be like very, very down uh, in the, in this, on this team. And I think they're going to run a lot of stuff through him. They're going to try to anyway. And if he's, finally going to shoot back to where he normally shoots, which he will, he's still going to be like a top 25 player. Yeah, he's just really good. He's really good. Um, other guys I'm buying, Middleton. I just feel like he hasn't quite gotten up to a par quite yet. Um, yeah, but very 50th. slow start from Middleton. He's running 55th. I mean, he had, I'm pretty sure he had the COVID. Um, no, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he did. That's why he missed uh, the end of stretch. And uh, Bam Adebayo, ranked 73rd. Probably, probably not holding there. Um, but really just not blocking any shots, which has been weird. Yeah, what's um, the, that's very strange. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Like, like if it's just like a variance thing or, or what? I mean, he's played 18 games. He's averaging 0.3 blocks. It's just been strange. It's been really uh, weird. Uh, other than that, Shane Gill just ranked 81st. Yeah, another – I feel like that was another slow start. Now, we talked about – I mean the, – it seems like if I think about it, when I, when I visualize Shea Gildress, uh, it feels like he does have kind of a low trajectory shot. I mean, we were talking about that in the episode or two ago about how, you know, Mark Cuban's coming out talking about how dudes uh, with slow trajectory shots, the ball is affecting them. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting what Cuban said. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert on shot trajectory for sure, um, but it was interesting I feel like all this stuff has to come back though at some point. And so, yeah, I think guys will like figure it out. It's not like, Oh man, I'm like, for, I'm just going to keep shooting my same shot, even though I'm now suddenly shooting like 38%, 37%. It might take a few months or whatever, which is like good for you because as they can, as they continue to shoot poorly, their, their, their value starts to drop. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, John Morant's injured. I might, I might try to buy on D'Anthony Mountain right now. A couple weeks. Rants out, yeah. probably. Brandon Ingram's pretty uh, – having a pretty For, slow start as well. Yeah, he missed some time, right? And the Pelicans are kind of getting a little bit in gear, even though they don't have Zion. They've won a couple games here mm-hmm. recently. So, uh, Brandon Ingram's interesting for sure. Yeah, uh, some of Tobias, I mean, he was injured too. So, like, it was – it was seven of, he had a good – like first few games and he started just doing regular Tobias Harris stuff and then he was injured. So I think a lot of people forget that Tobias Harris is a a person. (laughs) Tobias Harris is a person. He's a great, he's not only a person, he's a really fantastic fancy player. (laughs) He is. Well, let's just say he's a person. He's he's a man. hundred percent. Uh, an existing human being. How about this, this name, this name is an interesting one to me. Karis Levert. Yes, a hundred and eighty fourth. Oof, a lot of hype on Karis Levert. You want to you want to hear the the names? This is this will this will warm your warm the cuckles of your heart right around Karis Levert. You ready for this? Yeah. All right, let's let's hear it. Uh, Chris Duarte, one eighty. Okay. Duncan Robinson, one eighty one. Mm-hmm. PJ Tucker, one eighty two. Mike's personal favorite player of all time, Taj Gibson. Number one eighty three. I love Taj Gibson. And then Karis Levert. What is, oh. I guess, what is holding Karis Levert back? Is it just because he hasn't played in uh, a little bit? Is, is it is it because he doesn't fit on this Pacers team? Uh, I'm very pumped that he's like playing. Like that's that's cool. Like I'm glad that he's back to uh, having the ability to play uh, in the NBA. But like, what what kind of player are we like? What kind of fancy player are we looking at here? So that's what's been super weird about him is like it was 15, then 23, then 31, 33, 30. And you were like, okay, well, he's going to play 30 minutes a game. Then he missed a couple games. Then it was 25. Then there were two more over 30. 
Then he was back down playing 18, 16, 20, 27, 34, 26, 34. Like the minutes yeah. he spent all Errat- over the place. Erratic. And what I don't like is the, the he should be taking like 18 plus shots a game, if not more. And in the last few games, his highest uh, was 15, th- a lot of 13s, 9, 7, 8 in there. Well, that's the problem with this Pacers team, right? It's like we talked about this a lot. They got a lot of really good players. They don't have any like superstars. And so, like, they kind of split the shots and they kind of. And they have a good coach who wants that to happen, right? Right. They split the points and then they kind of split everything. And so, at some point, like, they're kind of all cannibalizing each other for fantasy. Like, you don't really ever know who's going to get what on any given day. And, and, like, it just has been bad for Liver. And I don't know. Do you buy Oliver? I think you buy in the sense that he's probably going to be a top. Like he's going to be a standard league player, but at the same time, like how good is Levert really going to be this year? I think he's a buy, but it's a, I'm not, it's like a bench buy. Like I, and maybe someone's hanging around, like if uh, send Kimba over, right? Like send Kimba over for Levert. Um, it's a, for, for me, I would, Maybe try to like if you have the ability to kind of hold a player like this because he's he thrives most. He's gonna have to start shooting like twenty shots a game. Like he, that's when he truly truly thrives. And uh, if he's not gonna get that, he, this is what this is this is going to be Karis LeVert for the next like handful of years. But I do see you know at some point right they're gonna Pacers are gonna go. We need we need this guy to take over and, and, and they're going to, they're going to allow him to do it, but that might only happen with injuries or trades. Yeah. I mean, like he's starting. It's like, I don't know, man, this T the Pacers have just been strange. They're nine and 14. They had a real hot stretch. They've been bad on the road. They've been bad for another two stretches. Like I just, I don't know. I'm really hard time figuring out this Pacers team. And part of it could just be they're adjusting to playing under Rick Carlisle and, um, they just really haven't found their legs yet, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like if you said, where does Karis LeVert finish to me today? I'd have a real hard time pulling a number that I was confident in. Yeah. Same here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a clue because okay, if you it were could like, be really bad, like it could get worse. And I think that's, that's, that's what's worrisome. Well, and then if you were like, he was top 75, I'd be like, oh, I'd buy that. And then if you're like, yeah, he was outside the top 150, I'd be like, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. I could buy that too. <laughs> Yeah. And like, that's a real, I think that's a risky buy, but I think if you're giving up nothing, why not? Right. Like swing, take a risk. Uh, If you're giving up something though, it's too risky for me. Yeah. Like I don't want to give up a top 75 player for him. I'm sure like a top 100 player. Like I I don't know if Karis going to end up in the top 100. Yeah. If it's somebody I'm thinking about dropping, I'd rather have Karis LeVert, but if it's not. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's pretty, that's very fair. Um, I think I think that's it, Tyler. I, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to talk about. Uh, no, man, I think that's it. I think we talked about a lot of players, some interesting guys, some guys that are going to be out, some guys we're hoping pick it up. And I think that we're still kind of at a strange point in the season because some of this shooting has turned around a little bit, but the bottom line numbers still look bad because they yes. shot bad for like, you know, 12, 15 games. And it's just starting to turn around. And so um, it'll be interesting to see where a lot of these players end up at the end of the season. Like, what are they shooting? What did the numbers turn out to be? Yeah, they shot – I mean, some of these guys shot incredibly poorly, like embarrassingly poorly. But I think there's a lot of there's a lot of guys hanging around on, like, uh, under 50% of teams uh, that I think will eventually come back. Um, you know, I think, like, there's still going to be a place on a team for uh, Joe Ingles, like – uh, I don't think we've seen the last of D'Anthony Melton, even though Bain's kind of taken the reins in, in Memphis. Um, you know, Maxi Cleaver always ends up being a streamer at some point in the in the season. Um, there's, I think there's just a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of guys out there who will, as the season progresses, kind of start moving themselves, hopefully, up the rankings, uh, getting earning more playing time. Because I, I agree, we're kind of in this weird part of the season and especially because there's so much parody in the league this year where it's like lots of, te- no one's really for like, you know, like there's about four or five teams that have, are out. Right. But like a lot less teams are like 
eh, whatever, we'll just play one of our rookies or we're going to give this guy a shot. And uh, because they're, they're contending for a playoff spot, especially with that plan. So I, don't, I think it's going to be a little while since, until we see anyone outside of those like really, really terrible teams start taking uh, a little bit more chances on their, uh, on their rookies or some of their younger players, giving them some playing time. And because we always around January, February, see some random player come out of nowhere. For sure. And I, like you mentioned, I mean, I think a lot of these teams want to make the plan, right? The Cavs want to make it. Uh, the Knicks want to make it. The Celtics want to make it. The Raptors want to make it. The Pacers want to make it. So, you know, they're not going to fold. They're going to try to keep trying to figure out, you know, their roster. And the crazy part about the East is the Pacers are nine and 14 and they're only six and a half games out of first. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're contending right now in the East. Um, and I think like that December to the new year timeframe, like, I feel like that's maybe like a pivot point for a lot of franchises where they start evaluating, they start looking forward instead of looking at this season. Uh, I feel like the all-star game is like another one of those pivot points. Um, and so that's, so, like, that's usually when we do our, you know, our, like our, our all-star awards or we, we look at the season. Those are like very important parts of fancy season as well. Cause you're about halfway through the regular season. You're almost to the playoffs after the all-star game. Is the, does the West, has the West decided their 10 teams already? That's my question. Mm. Outside the play in Kings, Spurs, Thunder, Pelicans, Rockets. Are, are you out on the, are you out of the Spurs? They're not winning games. Six, six and 13, man. I'm no, there's not enough talent, unfortunately for them. Yeah. Yeah, probably because a lot of like, you know, like Nuggets have been insanely hurt and they're down here. Uh, the Lakers have been hurt and they're down here. Minnesota doesn't like, it feels like every time I watch Minnesota, they're not playing very well, but you know, here they are 11 and 10. So. Right. And that's what I mean. I feel like Dallas has been hurt. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I feel like, but like, I feel like those teams are going to all play somewhat better. And I don't really see the Kings jumping up in there and they're really the only team that's like really trying to go for it. Now maybe Zion comes back and the Pelicans try, but Pelicans are six and 17, man. Making the play in even is going to be damn hard. It's going to be a lot of work. Uh, and I don't think Zion's that good, right? Like, I think he's very good. But if he's going to come in out of shape with a messed up foot, uh, or, uh, well, and we'll I, see. I, I, I believe David Griffin has already said this, but like he's going to be on some sort of minutes limit. He's not going to come back and play 30 minutes a game. Or if that's the plan, he's not going to play for a while. Like, he just started doing five on five like a week ago. Yeah. So like, like if you're gonna ramp away. up to where you play like full thirty minutes at the start, you're gonna be out for another month, or you're gonna come back and start playing relatively soon, but at like ten or fifteen minutes a game, and then twenty, and then twenty five, and then finally up to thirty. Yeah, it takes it takes a while uh, to get, especially get back into the speed of the NBA, and um, I, I think they're gonna be very cautious, especially with a franchise player like that. So. Um, yeah, you're, you're probably right. I think the 10 are settled. Just the order is, is left. Because uh, that new coach, like the Kings, eh, yeah, Marvin Bagley is playing a, little, a few more minutes, but he's not fantasy relevant. Like, I, I, don't see the, I don't see the ability to do a lot there other than kind of blow up the team again for the 100th time. Well, I think this stat says it all about the Kings. Opponents points per game, 113.1. Oh, that's not great. No, the Grizzlies and the Lakers are giving up more in the, in the Kings' defense. Yeah, actually, the Hornets are giving up almost 115. That's probably a little skewed because of the uh, the Bulls dropped 133 on them. Well, and they're scoring 114. They're, but they're also playing, scoring 114. Yeah, they must be playing at a crazy fast pace. Oh, absolutely. Probably should have took the over on that game. Uh, I, I remember the old days, Tyler. Uh, here we go. People are just turning the podcast off. Uh, get a free Big Mac at the United Center if the Bulls went over 100. And it'd always be the end of the game. People would be like, oh, my God. Oh, they do it. People would be cheering. It'd be like, you know, the Bulls would already have won or already have lost. And people would just be going nuts to try to get that free Big Mac. And then one year it was gone. And the next year, the pace started going up so much that it was obvious why they took that Big Mac away. And now they had like, they had like 104 points at the end of the third quarter uh, on, <laughs> on Monday. So that was, they, they could bring it back for the, if, if it's over a hundred in the third quarter, they could probably bring that back. But that made me wonder, does McDonald's like accountants 
have like NBA statistics? Like, are they doing actuaries on uh, on NBA statistics back then to see if that if that deal was a good idea? Well, I think the the thought process of it is always this, right? Like, if you give away a free Big Mac or a free anything, so like, what person is just going to go there get a Big Mac and nothing else, and then walk out? Very zero. Well, right. I've and done so it you, back in my poor days. I've definitely done it. Yeah, sure, but like a lot of people are gonna. Get some fries, man. It's McDonald's. Right, gonna get some fries, gonna get a drink, gonna get something. And so, like, they they look at it as just a way to get money from people that they weren't gonna get any money from. Oh, yeah. So someone someone did some math there and was like, we're gonna be giving these out every game here in a in a in a couple of years. And they were they were not wrong. There's only one, two, three teams who are averaging under hundred points and two of those teams are ninety-nine. Well, did you see that a lot of teams flipped it then? It was you had to hold the team under 100 to get the thing. Yeah, to get, to get any wins. And now it's you have to score 110 or more. And what's Yeah, it's, it's crazy that you see the game where, like, you see a team scored, like, 115, and they still lose by, like, 10. And you're like, how did that happen? How did, yeah. how did this team score 125 points? Like, what is going on in this NBA it's absolutely wild, but I love it. I like that the pace is up. I like that the numbers are up and the offenses are uh, are humming. It's a more offensive game. People, you know, people like that. Like de- defense wins championships, that's for sure. But um, as as someone who cares more about, well, I, I, I say who cares more about the Bulls than fantasy basketball, uh, it's good to have more players who are valuable, um, have a larger roster uh, within the within the league to pick from. So. Uh, I think it's all good stuff, Tyler. For sure, for sure, for sure. Tyler, uh, what do you got to plug, and where can people find you on Twitter? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts, and uh, you can find anything you want to know about the Dallas Mavericks at the Smoking Cuban. Beautiful. And you can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, please rate, review us, or support us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Shout out to all you Patreons out there, and twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. Still haven't figured out what I'm going to do with that Twitch channel, Tyler, during the season. Um, I was even thinking about playing with the, one of those Twitter spaces. Like, they, like It's like a radio show where people like call in and shit like that. I've been going, hanging out in um, a couple bull, post-Bulls games Twitter spaces. Um, if, 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 if any of the viewers out there have seen me uh, yelling about God knows what on these, on these stupid spaces. But uh, I don't know, a fancy basketball space might be something people are interested in so if you are let me know at watch the boxes i'm sure they are michael i'm sure they are people are always interested tyler uh i think that's it we'll see everybody next time stay safe have a great one